What's doing, everybody? Today is Thursday, August 31st. 12-year-old Patriot Jaden is kicked out of class for wearing his Don't Tread On Me patch on his backpack. Connor Boyack, who broke this viral story, joins me today on the podcast. Plus, Mitch McConnell has another medical episode live on TV. And Donald Trump slams the rumored mandates that are threatening to come back to an authoritarian city near you. I'm Alec Lace. This is The Alec Lace Show. What's doing, everybody? I'm Alec Lace, and for the last five years, I've hosted an award-winning podcast called First Class Fatherhood. For the most part, I've done my best to keep politics out of the conversation, but I cannot do that anymore. That is why I've decided to launch a new show, The Alec Lace Show. So hit the follow button, and let's preserve, protect, and fight for the American family together. The future is family. Welcome, everybody, to The Alec Lay Show. I'm happy and honored, as always, to be here with you guys. Thank you for joining the broadcast. If you're watching live here on Rumble, I would really love it if you can go down there and smack that share button, hit the like, leave a comment, whatever you could do uh, to help get as many people into the live broadcast here as possible. Again, I appreciate all your support. We are on fire on the channel here. Last episode that I just had uh, with Representative Misha Maynard hit 96,000 views right here on Rumble. I appreciate you guys sharing it, commenting, and doing doing your duty over there. You guys are really helping to build the channel. If you missed my interview, uh, Representative Maynard is somebody that was a Democrat, switched over to the Republican Party. Go check it out. It's to Just flip it back one on the channel here, and uh, you guys can hear it. We are right now uh, turning in our attention towards the school year. Kids are going back to school all across the country. And I'll tell you what, uh, what's good to see is that the kids are fighting back. And 12-year-old Patriot Jaden is right at the front lines of this fight. But also, too, the parents are battling back because we've seen out in California here, the parents have had enough of this attorney general out there who is undermining parents' rights. Here they are uh, protesting, leave our kids alone. Enough is enough with all this. They want the teachers keeping secrets uh, from the from the parents. This has gotten so far out of control, but parents are now stepping up all over this country, especially now that kids are returning to school and with the mandates threatening to come back again. It's going to get very interesting to see how this school year plays out. We also had in New Hampshire at a small town parade. Look at these kids here uh, when they came across a guy holding a Trump 2024 flag. Take a look at this. All right, so a little sign of hope as we start the school year here from those kids. Great parenting going on. As I've said on this podcast many times before, uh, the parents are the underdog, and it's going to be the parents that are going to turn this country around and get it headed in the right direction. The parents have been silent about this for a very long time, and they're not doing it anymore. Uh, what we are seeing happening in our school systems is at an alarming rate. It's it, it's a, it's level red. There, there's no higher level than what it is right now in our school system. And parents are starting to respond. Now, 12-year-old Jaden in Colorado, this was the kid that went viral all over the internet, mainly on X, on Twitter. He was wearing his uh, Gadsden flag patch on his backpack, the Don't Tread on Me patch, along with, and I love the fact that this kid had the St. Michael the Archangel uh, patch on his backpack as well. Uh, but uh, the teacher brings him into the classroom, and they're going to kick this kid out of, out of class. He won't be allowed into the class unless he takes that patch off. So here was the video that went viral. In case you missed it, here it is. There, um, the reason that they do not want the flag, the reason we do not want the flag displayed, mm -hmm. is due to its origins 
with slavery and slave trade. That is what was, um, that's the reasoning behind them. No, the Gadsden blood. The don't tread on me. Okay. Which is the Gadsden blood. Okay. Um, okay. So he, he, um, he's, what's going to happen if he doesn't take it off? He, I mean, he is able to go. I was actually just telling him, like, I was upset that he was missing so much school. I'm like, ah. So I asked him, can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? Like, I just want him to go back to class. The bag can't go back. It's got patch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that's what I was trying. And then he said you were close. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like, that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of, like, the... Um, the Confederate pen, Confederate flag. <laughs> okay, I so okay. I am here to enforce the policy that was provided. And you hear the teacher there saying, "Oh, this is uh, this has slavery ties. This is tied to slavery." She has no idea what she's talking about because it's a very good chance that the crazy left wing lunatic university that spat this teacher out never taught her anything that was good about America or never gave her any American history in the school that she went to. But a simple Google search from this teacher would have showed her that this had nothing to do. It's not rooted in slavery. This was uh, ridiculous. She could have just pulled out her phone and checked for herself. But it's not about that because today we don't have teachers. We have activists. That's what we have in the school systems today. And I'll tell you what, the people that flew that flag during the Revolutionary War would be absolutely sick to their stomach to see what has happened to this country. And they'd be looking around at us like, what the hell are you guys standing around for? Let's go get these guys. Let's go charge. Let's go take this over. We can't allow these people to run this country. But that's what's happening right now. Imagine those guys seeing that a kid is being persecuted in school for wearing the flag they flew to win the independence of this country. That's how crazy things have gotten here. Now, Connor Boyack is the one that broke this story on Twitter or on X, as we call it now. He is the guy, the creator of the Tuttle Twins book series, which has sold 5 million copies. He's a, a brilliant author. Uh, uh, Jaden was a big fa- is a big fan of the Tuttle Twins books, and they're the ones that teach kids to stand up for their rights, which is exactly what Jaden did. So, that, so Connor broke this story. I'm going to bring him on in just a second here. But what is really sickening is the fact that, you know, these teachers, like I said, have become activists. And we've seen this. This isn't the first time we're seeing it. This, this, is, this is only going in one direction here. We saw earlier this year there were two kids in Michigan uh, that were banned from wearing their Let's Go Brandon t-shirts. You had a girl that was, uh, was asked to remove her. She was suspended for wearing the mask that said Women for Trump. You also had the, the little kid, I played the video on the Alec Lay show here, the little kid that wore the shirt, there are only two genders, right? That kid uh, was suspended, given the backlash, he can't wear it, must take it off. These are only going in one direction. Meanwhile, you've got kids flooding the hallways with the rainbow flags, flooding the hallways with the BLM flags and, and, and shirts and everything else, and they're not in trouble. They're not suspended. They're not asked to stop. This is only going in one direction. And I'm going to ask this question here because I think it's an important one. How long is it going to be until the American flag is banned from our schools? How long is it going to be before you're not allowed to wear an American flag patch on that backpack? 
because these teachers, these left-wing lunatic teachers, see America, the American flag, as a symbol of hate. And they don't want anything that has to do with glorifying this country like the Gadsden flag does. They don't want anything that is rich with the history of this country to stand for anything good. They don't want to even see it. It, it, it. They despise anything patriotic in this country because these liberal school institutions are just spitting these teachers out. They're filling them up with this indoctrinated Marxist ideology and now they're in your kid's classroom. And that's all the worry for all the parents right now is their kids go back to school because it's all coming from one side. It's all tilted against the conservative side. These teachers have become activists. Now, here's Jaden, case in point. He takes a photo. Now, I don't believe, I don't, I'm not going to, I could ask Connor this when he comes on, but I'm not sure if this is the teacher's car or not, that particular teacher. But this is a faculty member's car at that school covered in all of these bumper stickers here. The one that you can see right above the license plate here says, Make America Green Again. So obviously, that's the rallying uh, cry of the left-wing lunatic with the climate change, the call for the climate change. So it's, again, what we always see, do as I say, not as I do. Good for me, not for thee. That's what we constantly see. Here are teachers saying, oh, you can't wear a, a, a patriotic symbol to school, but I can wear this left-wing lunatic horseshit on my car, and you can't say anything about it. And it's getting said, and, and parents are upset. Parents have had enough. And it's going to be the parents that are going to have to stand up and, and stop this stuff. They cannot allow it to continue. These school boards are going to be overturned with patriotic Americans because enough is enough. Your school board is almost more important than the ballot box right now. I mean, that's how, that's how dangerous it is right now in these school systems. We're seeing it right here in New Jersey with our own governor who's out of control. They're keeping secrets from the parents. And, and, and they're actually suing in New Jersey here. They're suing the school districts that are not abiding by the policy. Saying, oh, you're not keeping secrets from the parents? We're going to sue you for not following the guideline. That's how out of touch it is. All right, so I really want to bring Connor onto the podcast here. I'm curious to get his take on all this. I think this is a great thing to see, and I hope that Jaden inspires more kids around this country to do the same, because uh, wear it proud. Wear your American flag gear proud. Wear your Gadsden flag patch. Wear it proud. Don't be ever be ashamed of being a patriotic American. Never in a million years. Let these other people, and you know what? Nothing against you. You want to wear your, your rainbow flag, your LGBTQ flag, or your, or your MAP flag, or you want to wear your BLM flag? Go ahead. Go ahead, wear it all you want. Number one, I don't think you should have it in my kid's school. I don't think it belongs there. I think the American flag belongs there. I think the Gadsden flag belongs there, but I don't think the BLM flag belongs there. Why? It's because the BLM flag stands for corruption. Because the whole thing was a scam. There was no truth to it whatsoever. The, it, it stands for big league money. All these guys, all the, 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 the creators of the Black Lives Matter bought mansions with the money and did nothing for the black community. It was a scam. So buy your Black Lives Matter flag. When you're buying it, all you're doing is helping put money in the pockets of these con artists that created it. And the LGBTQ community has turned into a complete cult. That's all it is. It's a complete sexualized children cult. 
That's exactly what it is. This transgender stuff, don't get me started, but this transgender stuff is poisonous to your children's mind. It is poisonous. There's no other way to put it. You have kids that have gender dysphoria? Yes, 100%. You have kids that have gender dysphoria. And that is what needs to be treated. Not this nonsense that's getting shoved down kids' throats. Topic for another day. Well, we've talked about it before, but let's go. Let's bring Connor on to the podcast here. I'm psyched up for this. Uh, Joining me now, Connor Boyack. Welcome to the Alec Lay Show. Thanks for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, I know it's been a crazy kind of 48 hours for you. I've been watching this story develop and unfold as the rest of the country has watched. Uh, Walk me through this entire thing from your point of view here. The story of uh, Jaden, the 12-year-old boy kicked out of class for the Gadsden flag. Uh, Take me from the moment you first heard about it to the moment it finally, you know, the video went viral. Well, I'm, I'm joining you right now from my hotel room in Chicago. I'm here for the week for a conference. And on Tuesday night... Uh, I was at a jazz club just enjoying myself when I got a DM on Twitter from Jaden's mom. Uh, Earlier that day, Jaden had been kicked out of class for having the Gadsden flag patch on his backpack. They sent him home and said, that's connected to slavery. You can't return until you you remove it. Driving home from school, Jaden says to his mom, hey, in the Tuttle Twins book, the food truck fiasco book, uh the twins when they have a legal problem they go to the media and they bring a spotlight to what's going on to help them mom could we do something like that mom is like okay you know literally drives him over to the local tv station an nbc affiliate Jaden walks up to the front door the little security camera doorbell rings the doorbell asking to talk to a reporter will someone come out and talk to him nobody would and, uh, and so driving home, they're figuring out what to do. And so Jaden's mom then reached out to me saying, he loves your books. Is there any way you can help us? As it turns out, she had recorded the, the video secretly. Uh, in most states, they're what's called a, a single party recording law. In other words, if you are part of a conversation, you're allowed to secretly record it. You do not need the consent or awareness of the other person. Colorado is a single party recording state where they live. So she recorded it. She sends me the video. I'm watching this while listening to some amazing jazz. I'm like, holy crap, this is gold. I'm like, I, this is, I know this is going to blow up. So I, I tell her like, are you really okay with this? You know, are you okay with me sharing it? And like, no, Jaden wants to stand up for his rights. He wants to, you know, raise awareness. I'm like, okay. So I posted the next morning at 8 a.m. Uh, I, I go into a meeting come out of the meeting an hour later and it's got like millions of views already libs of TikTok, and everyone is sharing it around. And I'm like, okay, this thing has a life of its own now. So here we are. Uh, yeah. Amazing. It's and rightfully so. And thank God that we do have recordings like this. So some parents can see inside what's going on with some of these teachers. Uh, I, I try to say it like these teachers aren't teachers anymore. They're activists is what we're seeing from so many of these teachers and they despise this country and things that stand, you know, th- things that make the country look good. How long is it going to be? And I asked this question, like, how long is it going to be until the American flag is no longer allowed on your backpack? I mean, it seems like that's the direction we're headed. And if this student had been kicked out of class for wearing a BLM patch or wearing a LGBTQ patch, that school would have already had action. The, the teacher would have already been fired and there would have been protests all over that town. But right. in this case, will do you think there'll be any action taken against the school? Have you heard anything about that? 
Jaden and his mom definitely want that. At a minimum, they'd like an apology, if not some type of discipline or or additional accountability, like firing someone, because uh, it was the following night. So the same day that I posted at 8 a.m. this video, right, Jaden decides to go back to school. His mom kind of let him, you know, figure out what he wants to do. He's like, no, I'm going back. I'm keeping the patch. By this time, the video had already got millions of views. The teachers and the principals are all getting emails. So when Jaden shows up to school, no one says anything to him. So he's able to hang out at school just fine that day. That evening, Vanguard School, Colorado Springs, they were set to have their back to school night, their annual, you know, parents come, bring your families. And uh, three hours before the event, they sent an email out to parents saying, due to unforeseen circumstances, we are postponing back to school night. Instead, the school board went into an emergency meeting emergency session where they voted to overturn the administrators. So great. Jaden now gets to wear the Gadsden flag, small victory for him. They do want more accountability. Frankly, I don't know that we're going to see it, which I think is kind of hypocritical because you're right. Had it been any of these lefty causes or whatever, they would have demanded, you know, a head on a pike and, and, uh, and there would have been action, but I I'm, I'm skeptical that we're going to really see anything more. I think they're all hoping that this just blows over and they can move on. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I do believe that if that was like a BLM incident or something, that teacher would have been fired immediately on the spot. There would have been no doubt about it. I wanted to ask you, do you happen to know uh, the picture of Jaden staring at that car uh, is a faculty member. Is that the actual teacher or is that just another faculty member at the school? Do you know? Yeah, I don't think they know whose specific car it is. It's just that as he was leaving campus, you know, how funny it is that he has this allegedly racist, you know, patch that's a disruption to the classroom, supposedly. And yet you've got teachers out here who are absolutely like pushing their particular agenda um so no i don't know that they know specifically whose that is and, and one of the great things i think about this connor is the fact that the gadsden flag is probably the most googled thing yesterday on the internet people and, and i think the good thing about it is it brings awareness to people who didn't know because uh, it seems like so many people had no idea what where it came from what the origins are and i think it's a good thing that so many people now are educated just because of this story and i think it's definitely um i know the governor weighed in did that kind of catch you off surprise the democrat uh, governor in colorado you called for him and he responded did that kind of surprise you well, uh, it didn't surprise me. He responded because I tagged him in the post uh, shortly after we posted. I'm like, hey, I hope that, you know, Governor Polis responds. I tagged him on his personal account uh, where politicians typically are more involved than their, you know, corporate official account. And, uh, you know, I don't remember how long, but it was a very short time later he responded. Some people were making fun of him for how he responded. They're saying this sounds like ChatGPT wrote this. You know, it was very like benign and and like the Gadsden flag represents the revolution, blah, blah, blah. But I thought at a minimum, it was good that he replied like it was very much against the school and in favor of Jaden and free expression and, and the exchange of political ideas. I think my hope was like, hey, man, you know, man up, pick up the phone, tell the school to knock it off, like show some leadership here. We didn't quite see that. Uh, but we had, I mean, like Vivek Ramaswamy chimed in, like all these other politicos, my Senator Mike Lee, who's a big kind of constitution guy, he was retweeting the snot out of it. And so uh, it was fun to see a lot of people standing up. Jaden, he, that day that he went back to school, he sat alone for lunch because um, all the other kids are like, oh, you know, what's going on here? And so he sat alone. He played chess by himself. <laughs> Poor kid. And so I posted later that day after the mom told me, you know, and I said, I said, hey, look, Jaden went to school uh, today. He ate lunch alone, playing chess by himself. 
let's show him some love, you know, comment if you want to send a message and I'll pass it on to Jaden. So at first there's a few messages I'm passing them on pretty soon. There's thousands of messages. That single post got millions of views. Uh, Dean Kane, Superman chimed in, like all these people are commenting. And so Jaden is so excited to see so many people standing up with him. He took a risk. He showed some bravery and some courage. Um, and it's so gratifying to him to see that like that silent majority that's out there that otherwise is kind of quiet. We're focusing on our families and our businesses and everything else. We're not the activists like on the left where we're protesting in the streets. But it was nice for him to see all these people galvanized in his support. It's it's a huge confidence booster for him. Yeah, no doubt. And Dean Kane, a friend of mine, really, uh, in, you know, uh, really big part of my 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 first show, first best fatherhood taking off was Dean Kane, and I become friends with him. And he's just an all American guy. I love Dean, and so many other people, like you said, were were posting this story, and I've seen that Jaden made the rounds with uh, Shapiro. Charlie Kirk, it's like, what? how crazy life is that you can go from being in school one day and the next day you're on all these shows and you go viral. Now, uh, it, it, has there been any concern from the parents about how do they feel now that the story is out? Once the story, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube in a sense. Like now the story's out there. Uh, how, what, how was their feelings on this right now? I know you said they're not making any media rounds. What, what, how do they feel about the story now that it's out? Yeah, they they I mean, his mom has been dealing with, you know, his little Jaden's little siblings that have been sick. And it was it's just not good timing for them to, like, go on a media tour and let's do nonstop interviews. So they've been selective about who they talk to for for time uh, and other reasons. But I, I've been worried about that, too, because it's one thing before posting the video for me to have told the mom, hey, like, are you comfortable with this? Do you really want attention and so forth? But now that it's like mega, mega viral, I think across social channels, last I counted, it was like almost 40 million views, um, you know, not including all the other stuff. I can't even count and quantify and the memes and everything like it's, right. amazing. Like, it's just it's huge. And so I, I've worried a little bit. Right. Last night I was like, man, this like I wonder if she's feeling like. Ugh, I don't want my kid in the center of this or whatever. I get it. I wake up this morning to a text from Jaden's mom. She sent me a screenshot of, I think it was TikTok or somewhere where people are in the comments talking about how their kids have had similar problems. I post, so she sent it to me. I posted it on my Twitter this morning and she said to me, she sent this screenshot and she said, this is happening everywhere. I'm so glad we stood up. Thank you for helping. I'm like, oh, okay. Like even despite all this, they're still in the mindset of we've shown leadership we're doing this on behalf of other people, other people like Jaden are kind of suffering or having these issues. Um, and so they're still feeling positive about it, which I think is great. Jaden is just tickled pink. He loves that he's a meme. He loves that like all these people are having fun with it. Now he's the cool kid, the, you know, yesterday, the, the day after eating alone. Now other kids, he said on, I posted a video of him yesterday that he sent. Uh, and in this video, he said that other kids are posting the Gadsden flag on their lockers now in a, in a show of support. So he's loving it as maybe any 12 year old kid would love to be a, a viral sensation. And maybe it'll help with the ladies. We'll, we'll see in the years ahead. <laughs> yeah, he went from isolation to sensation there one day to the next. But I, I do. I'm glad that he's inspiring other kids. And I, I think right now, as you know, Connor, it's a scary time in this country for parents right now. You know, parents are the underdog in this country. Uh, parental rights are under attack in, in all of these left wing lunatic cities and states 
where you're finally seeing parents push back. And it's, it's stories like this that I think are going to inspire so many more parents, so many more kids. And we need them because you should. And obviously, Jaden didn't do anything wrong here. So this is a story that is this is this is a great story to push. It's not like we're like lukewarm about defending. Oh, well, maybe it's on the fence. This was a slam dunk. And you can see Jaden's face in that video, which has become like a meme itself of him staring straight ahead and the teacher looking at him like a like a mean teacher, like the um, activist I'm sure she is. But uh, he knew he was in the right. You could see it in that video. This kid knew that he was in the right and his mom had his back. And I think that's so important to see the fact that the, that this guy had this kid had the confidence to know that his parents were behind him. And, and I pray to God we see more and more like it. Well, I, I do, too. And I want to give parents a suggestion uh, with, with obvious self-interest here as to how that can happen. So he's on Shapiro's interview on, on his show yesterday. And, and Ben is asking him questions like this, like, why did you stand up? You seem to be really knowledgeable. How do you know all this history? Like, what 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 has produced you, right? Because you are unique and, and you're amazing. And uh, and so his reply, Jaden's reply was, my mom taught me and Connor Boyack and the Tuttle Twins taught me. He said, I've been reading Tuttle Twins books for years, so I know what my rights are and I wanted to stand up for them. And so from my perspective, I'm like, holy cow, we've been doing Tuttle Twins now for almost a decade. And uh, we got millions of kids across the country reading them. And, and it's great. You know, it's fun. But like seeing Jaden, like Jaden, the product of that investment where parents have gotten those books, they sit down and read together. They discuss current events and, you know, all these like real world things with their kids so that when their 12 year old is confronted with this situation, they comport themselves in a particular manner and not just an ignorant kid or an apathetic whatever. Um, and so I am super inspired by Jaden because for me, he's like the epitome of what we've been trying to do with the Tuttle Twins books, which is to invest in these families and say, let's get your kids learning these ideas from a young age. So I want to create a million more Jadens. I want to get a ton of other kids this historically literate and this informed about what their rights are and how the world works. So that's really the mission that we're on with the Tuttle Twins. And I think Jaden is going to be a, a fun part of that in the future. Yeah, I, I, what a blessing that must be for you to something you've worked so hard on and you see the impact that it did have not on him, but on so many other kids in this country, man, it's gotta be a great feeling. Now, have you, have you uh, considered anything moving forward, working with Jaden in this process, maybe making him a character in a, in a tunnel twin book? I mean, <laughs> have you still thought about maybe, you know, instead of drag queen story hour, we could have Jaden, uh, the, the Gadsden flag story hour, anything, <laughs> anything in the works in the mind turning there. We're, we're talking, I mean, it's early days. Things are kind of chaotic for them still, but we, so at Tuttle twins, we have a monthly magazine, and uh, because all the all the like highlights magazine and boys life, they've all gone woke and crazy. So we, we have the it's called the Tuttle Times. And every month we come out with a uh, additional content. And each month we feature a youth entrepreneur or a youth leader. So Jaden, we're going to highlight in next month's magazine as an example of a youth leader who who stood up. Um, I anticipate we'll have some more fun collaborations in the in the months ahead. But he's also a 12 year old kid. Right. So we don't want to like step in and monetize him and build a brand and start to go crazy with this stuff. I want to be respectful of the family. And uh, despite, I mean, I think Jaden would be up for anything and everything. And and he really wants to take advantage of this, but, but he's a 12 year old kid. So we got to go slow, but, uh, but I, I would love to be involved with uh, him moving forward because he's an example to so many other kids. Yeah, I, I love it. And I, I have four kids myself. I have a 12 year old. My kids loved this story. My older boys uh, loved this story. They're all patriotic kids. And I, it w was awesome to see. And uh, now we talked about, you know, all the guys, Dean Kane, uh, other celebrities that got involved in, in this story. 
Did you see any negative on the negative side where people were tweeting about saying this kid was in the wrong and he shouldn't have? Did you see anything on that side or, or any negative posts? What was the most kind of that stood out to you? No, I, I think most people recognize that the school is in the wrong, even from kind of lefty people that follow me and attack me on a host of other issues. I, I even saw them saying things like, well, yeah, the school was wrong, but this has been blown way out of proportion. And now he's going to turn into a many Ben Shapiro and like all these things. Right. So it's it's more of like culture war narrative stuff that we're seeing opposition from rather than many people disagreeing with the substantive like policy at issue. Um, and so really, it's more just cranky people who are seeing that this is fuel for the so-called right. Um, and they don't like that. So they want to attack it on that basis alone, which, you know, whatever, it's fine. Like those people are cranky about almost everything. So uh, let them shout into the wind and and so forth. But uh, but no, it's all like it's, it's fuel for Jaden. I think he, he's been re- he doesn't have social media. He doesn't typically uh, uh, monitor this stuff. But his mom has been letting him kind of scroll these threads and kind of see what everyone was saying and. Uh, it, it's not difficult for someone like him to be like, okay, here's these like, you know, 23 cranky people on Twitter commenting in the thread. And here's these 40,000 people over here who are saying like kudos and amazing and stand up. So there's been a little opposition, but it's been minor and it's been, you know, uh, insignificant in comparison to all the people who have been excited for Jaden and wanting to help him and support him in any way they can. Yeah. And how can people support you in any way they can? Where would you like people to go find out about the Tuttle Twins? Any link that you're sending people to? Where do you want them to go? Yeah. So TuttleTwins.com is where we send everyone. You can get them on Amazon, but they're actually cheaper on our website. You get a bundle. We get freebies and all these bonuses. So TuttleTwins.com. A lot of people don't know that we actually, so we started out with these kids books that are for kids kind of Jaden's age, a little younger, like seven to 11 or 12. Uh, but we've got books for toddlers now. We've got books for teenagers. We've got a cartoon with Angel Studios. And so for free, you can go watch the cartoon, download the Angel Studios app. They're the team behind like The Chosen and the Sound of Freedom film that's in theaters right now. Um, and so on the Angel Studios app, you can watch a Tuttle Twins cartoon, super family friendly, super funny uh, cartoon teaching these kind of pro-American uh, values about what our rights are and how to protect them. So TuttleTwins.com is where it's at. Whether you got kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, you know, kids that go to your church. Um, a lot of people will, will buy books to donate to schools and libraries just to like seed this stuff everywhere and get it out. Um, and uh, just would encourage everyone to, to go to TuttleTwins.com and check out what we're up to. Yeah. We, and, and thank you, man. We need this content right now more than ever in this country. We've needed it. So props to you for putting it out there. And I'm glad you're getting the exposure and the Tuttle Twins are getting this exposure because uh, we do need kids to become and families to become more educated uh, in this battle that we are continuing to go through in this country uh, just to remain free and just to remain proud to be American. So uh, I definitely want to continue the conversation. Love to have you on First Class Fatherhood. We'll make that happen. Uh, Tuttle Twins, the link to you is in the description down below. Connor Boyack, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on the Alec show. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. That was awesome stuff. Again, uh, Tuttle Twin Series, Connor Boyack. It's down in the description below there. I really appreciate him giving me a few minutes of his time. I'd love to do a longer interview with him on First Class Fatherhood to get his fatherhood journey, the whole origins of the Tuttle Twins, the whole bit. Uh, so I think I will definitely do that. And again, awesome that he broke this story. It needed to be told. And I pray to God it inspires more families, more kids to stand up for what is right. And what is right is not what's happening in this country right now. Case in point, Mitch McConnell has another medical issue while he's speaking live on TV. Now, I'm going to play this video and just a, a quick uh, warning 
or uh, a quick word to the people listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify. You're going to hear some silence here as uh, Mitch looks like he got hit with a stun gun. So you're not going to hear anything. But I want you to pay attention to what his handler says when she comes back into the video. You'll hear her on the audio. But for you guys watching, you'll see as this goes down. So here's the clip. Did you hear the question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026? All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Senator. Penny. Somebody else have a question, speak up. That's what she says. You heard her. Somebody else have a question. This is after this guy obviously had some kind of stroke or he had some kind of seizure. Something medically was not right. So when she says, uh, somebody else have a question, the first hand that went up, she'll be like, yeah, I have a question. Did you call an ambulance for this guy? He just had a stroke or a seizure. Get get him some help. What do you mean do I have a question? Get Get this guy to a hospital. This is the second time this has happened. Where is this this guy's family? God bless. Now, uh, prayers for Mitch McConnell that he is okay and that he, that he's going to make it through this. But this guy does not belong as the Senate Minority Leader. This is one of the leaders of our country. This is the second time this guy had a complete medical episode on TV right in the middle of speaking. Where is his family? His family should be ashamed of themselves. You're allowing this guy up there? He's obviously not well. How bad do you want to hold on to power th- that you're willing to just throw this guy out there? And let, what do you want him to die live on TV? Is that what's going to have to happen? That's what it's coming to. Look at this Diane Feinstein. Look at a picture of this. What, what are we doing? These are the leaders of our country. Again, the people that flew that Gadsden flag to win the Revolutionary War would be asking us, Who are these people that are running you guys? This government is for you. They represent you. They're about to drop dead on live TV. Get them out of here. We have a president of the United States that falls upstairs. He trips over sandbags. He falls off the bicycle. He doesn't know where he is on stage. He shakes imaginary hands. What in the world are we doing to ourselves? And we're locking, he's locking up his political opponent who's trying to free the country of all this tyranny that they're trying to bring on us. Again, prayers for Mitch McConnell, but please, they got to have this guy step down, slide somebody else in there, somebody that can sit through a five minute meeting without having a, a mental episode, a medical episode here. It's so scary to watch what has happened to our country, boy. Whew. And again, of course, the tyranny that we talk about, the authoritarianism that I'm speaking of, uh, Trump just slammed this because we're hearing more and more of the rumors that they are going to be bringing back the masks. We're already seeing the commercials on TV and hearing them on the radio. I'm hearing them. I don't know if you are, but I'm already seeing them and I'm already hearing them about get your vaccination, get your vaccination. Here's Trump. The left wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, 
and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words. We will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID. But they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. Yeah, we will not comply. This time, it is over. Now, again, I have criticized Donald Trump for his handling of this in the, in, in the beginning. I think Donald Trump got conned uh, by these people, these medical industry people, I think, conned Donald Trump uh, because this whole thing was, it seems more and more like this was just a big setup and a big scam. And let's not forget uh, that they off, they didn't offer you anything healthy to take these vaccines. What did they offer you to, to take the vaccine? Cheeseburgers and fries. In Jersey, they offered you free beer. They offered you free lottery tickets. They offered you free Krispy Kreme donuts. They did not offer you free gym memberships, fruits and vegetables. They didn't offer you anything like that. They didn't, they, they, they didn't offer anything healthy, vitamins, nothing. And this was all supposed to be for your health. They didn't offer you anything healthy. This was not about health. This was about bribing you to take that clot shot that's been killing people all over the world. That's what this has been about. It's been about control from the jump. And here they come again, just in time for another election season. And I'm telling you, we are not going to spend another two years talking about this because I will, I will smash my head against the wall. Anybody that's been on this side of the debate, and again, this is a debate between conservatives and liberals. If you're a liberal, then you want to be masked up and ask the government, tell me what to do, government. Big, Big daddy, what do I do next? What do I wear? Two masks, three masks, a face shield? What do I do? Tell me, daddy. Tell me. That's what you hear from the left. From the right, it's, I'm not wearing that bullshit. That's what you hear. I'm not wearing that. No, I'm not getting vaccinated. Oh, you're fired. People lost their jobs. People lost their relationships all over this nonsense. We're not going to do it for another two years. There is no way. People buried their loved ones and couldn't even be at the funeral. But it was okay when the George Floyd had six funerals. Everyone was out in the streets. It was like, oh, no, 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 this takes precedent. COVID can't attack you there. And people were like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Just like every other stupid thing they told you for the last two years. Boy, uh, again, we are we are in trouble, but we need we need uh, we need 2024 to get here and we need it to get here quickly. We need Trump January 20th, 2025 to be installed as the 47th president of the United States. That's what we need. And it can't get here fast enough. All right. So I, I did I did do an interview uh, that's on live right now on my podcast, First Class Fatherhood. You can see the link down below. You can listen to it. I did an interview with Peter Ducey, the Fox News White House correspondent. Wanted to share a clip of that with you. Here it is. And how has, how has becoming a father kind of changed your perspective on life? You know, it's changed my perspective because a lot of the issues that we talked about and talk about all the time, uh, 
when there are issues of policy, like here at the White House and the White House briefing when you're with the president. I've always known that they are important and I've understood why they are important, but I've never really felt why they are important personally. And so a lot of the big things, no matter what it is, uh, having a, an almost seven month old kid, I know that 20 or 30 or 40 years from now, the things, the decisions that are being made at this White House at this moment are going to affect her. All right, had a great conversation. Peter Ducey is a new dad himself. I had his father on the podcast a year ago, just about a year ago this month, uh, Steve Ducey, the Fox and Friends host. So I had a great conversation with Peter Ducey. If you're interested, the, the direct link down there to my website, you can listen or watch the video of my interview. It's up there live now. All right, make sure you follow me on Instagram at The Alec Lace Show to find out all the upcoming guest announcements. I got a great guest already lined up for next week. Find out. I'm going to drop it over there first. And guys, I can't, I said at the top here, I, I cannot say thank you enough for all you're doing to help me share. I'm getting great exposure for this new show. Help me spread the word, share it with the people in your circle, share it on social media. Follow me here on first class fatherhood is the name of the channel, but you're going to get the Alec Lay show here. I know it's a little confusing. I always uh, feel bad that you guys, I get that question quite a bit, but just follow the channel here. You'll get the Alec Lay show. And uh, kids are going back to school. God bless you parents out there and watch over your kids and, and, and don't be afraid to let them stand up for what is right and to be proud to be an American because we need that in this country. We really do. We need great parents. You guys are the ones, the parents are the ones that are going to win this country back and turn it back to good again because right now it is, it is out of control. We see what's going on. Our country is being invaded at the border. Uh, people can't afford homes. They can't afford cars. It, it's, it, they can't afford groceries. They can't afford gas. We have got to get control of what's going on, and help is on the way. Pray to God, and let's make a change here. Every little bit helps, right? I mean, I know uh, some things, you know, you may think that doing a little bit doesn't matter, but I'm telling you right now, everything matters. Some things matter more than others, but there isn't anything that doesn't matter, so it matters. Your voice matters. Your opinion matters. Don't be afraid to voice it. All right, I'll be back here Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Rumble. I will announce my upcoming guest on Instagram at The Alec Lay Show. So get over there, trying to build up that page over there on Instagram. Or you can find me at, at Alec underscore Lace over there, my main page. Links are down there and below to find me. Again, God bless you parents, you listeners, our first responders, and our, uh, our military veterans. And God bless America, and I will catch you guys on Tuesday. Have a good weekend.